Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Press coverage show. Tyler Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully. We're going to talk about terrible divisions. Some bad football out there, Sully, in these streets. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? Yes, I know a thing or two about bad football these days. Yeah. Um, as an NC State guy and you as a Patriots guy, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen. Sure. I like it. I'm down. Um, Actually, it could be a whole derail thing. I mean, I was I was talking on the radio. It's just like it's very it's very unbelichekian, right? You don't see that. Uh, you haven't seen it in twenty five years. Yeah, no, not Pats, great. Bad football team. Not great. That's usually you know New England's on the other end of those more often than not. It, it exactly like. right. Um, we saw Tom Brady, former Patriots quarterback, lose despite holding a seventeen to nothing lead on uh, Sunday, which is also something that's kind of rare. You don't usually see that from Brady either. Um, Joe Burrow came back for passing touchdowns. Bengals beat the Bucks 34-23. If they win that game, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. And because the Carolina Panthers lost at home to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and just, I mean, a pathetic display of, of football on both sides, really. And because the Atlanta, the, the Northern States beat the Atlanta Falcons 21-18, we now have a situation where, Sully, the NFC South standings are just repugnant. Tampa six and eight, all three other teams five and nine. Nobody the best point differential amongst them minus twenty seven. The worst the box actually minus forty one. Um, so my question to you is: Is this the worst division in the history of football? I think it's close, but I you can even make the case that this might not be the worst division in the NFL right now if you look at certain statistics. Well, I mean, you you look at the AFC South. And I know that you can obviously look, you can kind of obviously parse the Houston what a Texans. Take. I love it. But you look at the records outside of the division. So outside of them beating up each other. Right. The AFC South is 11 and 29. The NFC South, when you take away all of their inner division fighting, is 12 and 26. They have one wow. more win. That's incredible. So, I mean, there is, you know, obviously, you know, Houston is kind of dragging that number down a little bit more than the rest. But, Let's just say you want to take away the last place teams in those divisions. Obviously, it would be Atlanta in the NFC South. Believe it or not, the Atlanta Falcons have the best record outside of the division in that entire division. Incredible. At four and five. 
So I mean, Atlanta's Atlanta's one and four in the division. Come on, Falcons! Like yeah, you win, you win a couple of those freebies, and you're you're cruising to this division title. But but to hammer your point home, and just how bad this division in the NFC South is, the Buccaneers, who we were just talking about, should have a driver's seat. I mean, this team won the Super Bowl not that long ago. Yeah, we're looking at them maybe being 500. But you look at what they've done outside of the division. They're three and seven. They're a bad football team up against superior competition, obviously, like Cincinnati the other day. Obviously, they went up 17-0, but Cincinnati flexes. They remember who they are, and they're a much better football team than Tampa Bay right now. It's a 3-7 and seven football team, which is just – it's crazy to think of that when you have Tom Brady as your quarterback. That's a pretty – that's I. this is a compelling argument. Scroll up. Scroll up uh, well, you don't have to scroll up. I can just tell you what it is. I mean, uh, I was going to say, let's go look at the AFC South. I mean, they are 18 – this is a combined, the cumulative record, right? 18, I'm doing the math very slowly. <laughs> uh, 18, 36, and two. The NFC South is 21 and 35. So they're actually worse as an overall record. The only difference is that the NFC, the AFC South has one team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, with a positive point differential of six. However, if you look at the point differential of the NFC South, it's like 135, negative 135. The NFC South is negative 233. You may have a compelling case here, Sully. I mean, they're both bad. I mean, we're we're both talking about horrible, horrible divisions. But in the NFC, I feel like maybe the the NFC South has a little bit more – I guess depth about about how bad they are because you can make the case that it's like a, Jacksonville- like a big Ten ACC challenge. The NFC South would probably win. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, the Titans have lost, I believe, four straight games. Yes, and you know they beat Denver, they beat Green Bay, they lost to Cincy, Philly, Jacksonville, and the Chargers. So those are like all playoff caliber teams. They lost an OT, of course, to Kansas City. Their other, I mean, th- their wins are the Raiders, the Colts, Washington back in Week Five. The Colts again, Houston, Denver, and Green Bay. Like, when you really start to parse it, the Titans haven't beaten anybody. They've lost four straight, as I mentioned. They get they get the Texans again. They'll probably route the Texans this week. But then they close to Dallas and then Jacksonville. And, and it's like if um, – The Jags went out, they went. Yeah, absolutely. Can they win out or do they have to – I mean, I think they beat, they beat Tennessee. They already have the, you know, one of the games with Tennessee in hand. Yeah. If they obviously take the other one, they have the head-to-head tiebreaker. So, obvi- yeah. So, I mean, you know, they don't necessarily have to win out, but it'd be nice if they did. Yeah. I, and I, I guess the other thing, too, is like when we look at this division, everyone is 500 or worse, but mm-hmm. the leader is not below 500. So, maybe that's why it's not on everybody's radar. Right. Historically speaking, let's compare it to some other – these these uh, – so – Okay, I mean, wow! Would you flip this? Uh, you flip this entire podcast on its head in a good way, and it, like because I, I had a list of other divisions that we could look at, and I, I what, so the I think the the we mentioned the NFC South. I think the goat, or I guess I don't know what animal would be. It's like the or the woat, um, the worst of all time. Woat, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 2014 NFC South probably my top choice. Uh, seven, eight, and one. Carolina won that negative 227 point differential. The division as a whole went 22, 31, and 1. Is that right? I think it's 41. 41, yeah. I, did the, I, was that's, the, I have that on my list as well. I was doing the math late in the evening after, after podcasting. And, and I'll tell you this, too. That division that year was 11, 28, and 1 in non-division games. 
That is really bad. And the team that won it, the Carolina Panthers, obviously, they did not win a game from October 6th to December 6th, that season when they won the division. It's incredible. Just incredible. Um, The other one that I I was sort of like lining them up, I think the 2010 NFC West deserves serious consideration as well. We're doing research and we both come up with the same ones. Prepared, right. Uh, As people probably remember, that was the 2010 Seahawks who finished seven and nine, won the division, and then promptly beat the Saints with the Beastquake run. Uh, that was, a, I think, I can't remember if it was 2012. It, yeah, that would have been the uh, Matt Hasselback was their primary quarterback, I believe, that season. Um, and Sam Bradford had just been drafted first overall by the Rams, who lost. It was like, I believe Sunday Night Football was Rams Seahawks to like, for like the, the winner, like went to the playoffs at seven and nine. And there was, you know, we'll, we'll get to this in a second, maybe, but like, this is when people start to question should there be like should you be allowed to make the playoffs as a division winner if you're below 500 and to that i say yes of course you should divisions are cyclical divisions suck sometimes you know the afc south has been terrible for a while but like peyton manning and the colts you know were in there we're you know we're, we're a dominant team from that division for a long time as well um maybe the jaguars will get there the panthers you know panthers the nfc south has, has had a super bowl team in the last five years as you note the Saints were excellent for, for almost the entirety of Drew Brees and Sean Payton's run. The Falcons went to the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan had MVP. Like, like you know, Panthers went to a Super Bowl. With Panthers went to the Super Bowl, had an almost undefeated season. Like, to me, it's you, you, it's just, it's like, as I told Adam Gold today on, on radio, as someone who roots for a team in the Atlantic Division, which RIP Atlantic Division in the ACC, but, you know, basically have to deal with Clemson for the Clemson and Florida State for the last 15, 20 years. Like, of course it sucks, but you have to reward the division if you've got the division, I think. Right. And going back on just how we're kind of comparing, obviously, we're talking 2010, 2014, and this year comparing. There is a case, and I know we're both kind of pointing to that 2014 NFC South as maybe the key competitor to to this, this year's edition. But I will say this, and I tried to look it up to see who had the worst point differential as a division winner. That year in 2010 with the Seattle Seahawks, they had a minus 97. That is outrageous. So just to give that a little bit more context, we're talking about this year's NFC South. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are technically in first place right now, have a minus 41 point differential. So minus 97 compared to minus 41. I'm trying to think if we can get – I'm sure we probably can. So let's see. This week in week uh, 16, uh, just to to go back to the uh, week – yeah, week 16. um, Let's say the Jets beat the Jags. Uh, I'm gonna give the uh, Titans a win over the uh, over the Texans just because I think you got to do that. But they've been Texans have been frisky. Cowboys over the Titans in Week 17, and Jags over the Texans, and then Jags over Houston, which would give us an eight and nine Jacksonville Jaguars division t- uh, winning winner. Which if like the Bucks are very unlikely, I think, to get to nine wins. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I mean, it feels safe yeah. to say that, right? Yeah, um, it feels that way. 
if 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 the Bucks win at eight and nine and Jacksonville wins the division at eight and nine, I think that your case this could be the worst division of all time, or at least it is the worst division than the NFC South, and it would be in the conversation for worst of all time. Yes. I, I think you would need, you know, Jacksonville would probably need to, like, they're probably not going to finish with a negative point differential if that happens unless they're just blown out um, by the Cowboys. So right. that, that would make it tough to top that 2010 Seahawks team, I think. I, I'm with you. I mean, uh, that's just a ridiculous number in terms of point differential. Negative 97. 97. Was it, I wonder if they were... Was there like a significant blowout, or just most of the games they lost? I'd wins? have to double check. I didn't. I didn't dive that sure. deep into it, but um, I got forty-one-seven loss to the Giants, thirty-three-three loss to the Raiders. They actually won thirty-one to six in Week One against the 49ers, which is just <laughs> wild. Um, yeah, they had many games where it was double-digit losses, uh, particularly you know down the stretch, and then beat the Rams sixteen-six in, in in the final week of the season. Lost to the Bears. Uh, the Bears in the freaking playoffs. God, what was that Bears team? That, what was, how did they score 59 points in that game? That's not the Rex Grossman year, is it? That was Cutler. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cutler. Okay. I was about to say, if that was like Grossman and Hasselback, good Lord. Um, Hasselback actually had a huge game, three passing touchdowns. Anyway, back to modern day. I'll ask you this. Who wins the NFC South? And we can also dive into that. And who wins the NFC, the AFC South really quickly? Um, and how would you want to bet it? We've got currently at at Caesars, Tampa Bay is minus 320, which feels way too steep given how they played. Panthers are plus 360. Saints 22 and Falcons 22 to 1. Let me, I'm going to update that and make sure that it hadn't, uh, hadn't refreshed or changed. But I think those are the, those are the odds as of last evening. I think I would go, if I'm betting it, I'm going with Carolina. Just because I feel, uh, as weird as it sounds, I guess I feel a little bit more confident. And again, we're, we're using all of this with a grain of salt because you don't feel any confidence with a lot of these teams. But if you're telling me, you know, you know, just, you know, what your gut tell you, not necessarily what you want in terms of value on the betting market, feels like Tampa Bay kind of stumbles their way, way, way in. And it just kind of, for whatever, for whatever reason, they kind of find a way to get in. And whether or not they're a sacrificial lamb or not, but... I think that they get. I, I think they find a way, but I don't like the value. Yeah, I, you can't bet minus three twenty. I got a bunch of bucks like minus one fifty. That when it was sure. when, when Brady was when he when he came out of when he came out of retirement, um, loaded up on that. It's a little terrifying. Like it should be. Just like I shouldn't have to be worrying about that. But yeah, you know, here we are. Um, looking at the schedule, Bucks are at the Cardinals. Falcons are at the Ravens this week, and the Saints at the Browns. Panthers are hosting the Lions. So, I mean, Detroit's playing great football, of course. Then Panthers at Bucks in Week 17. Falcons host the Cardinals. Saints at the Eagles. So, I don't – I mean, right there, I'm probably – and then the Panthers at the Saints in the final week of the season, Bucks at the Falcons. So, I'm probably out on uh, even thinking about the Saints just because that Eagles game on the schedule. Yeah. Uh, I think you can – ah, man. Well, man. The Cardinals don't look good right now. So, okay, I don't know if it's a, is it a must-win kind of must game. I don't know if anything's a must-win game. You just need, like, one win to really lock up the division. But, um, it, you know, if the, if the Bucks beat the Panthers in Week 17, that's probably it. I, I, I think I agree with you, though. Uh, if I'm taking a flyer on something, it's probably the Panthers there at plus 320. Although, the Falcons at 22-1, to 1, it's not going to be easy. But at the Saints... Oh, excuse me. They they, beat, they played the Saints and lost the Saints. I'm sorry. At the Falcons, at the Ravens, then they have the Cardinals at home, and then they're at then they host the Buccaneers. So like, I, I don't think they technically control their own destiny, but man, you know they 
three games they could win, although I, I certainly don't expect them to. What about the AFC South? Who you got there? I would go with the Jaguars. I feel yeah. much more confident. I mean, we've talked about Trevor Lawrence, just the fact that he seems to be coming on, is looking strong, feels like the number one overall pick, all that kind of stuff we were talking about as he was coming into the league. And I just feel like Tennessee, it's it's that same conversation we've been having, it feels like since the summer with this team. Everybody that was fading Tennessee was like, well, at some point it does feel like it's going to go on the downturn. For a minute there, they looked like they were going to win it by default. But now you lose mm-hmm. that game to the Chargers the last second. These elite quarterbacks are beating you. Tannehill might not be 100%. It's not like Derrick Henry is doing the Derrick Henry things that we've seen in the past as we get later on in the year. It feels like the hot team in that division right now is Jacksonville, so I'll go with them. Yeah, Jacksonville plus 120, the uh, Titans minus 140 to win, and the Colts 150 to 1 to win. I would also take the plus money with Jacksonville. think that's the best spot. If so, Both of these teams are going to be the four seed, right? In the Whoever wins this division is going to be the four seed. Mm-hmm. Dallas is almost certainly now locked into the five seed. They've clinched a playoff spot. Philly hasn't clinched a division yet, but it's, you know, it's they're three games back of Philly. That's, you know, it's, it's a fait accompli for Dallas to be the five seed. Who would you want, if you were Dallas to see there and who would you want to visit if you're Dallas in the four sheet, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta, or obviously Tampa Bay. I think you, well, I think you would want Carolina. I think you want Carolina. Carolina. You want Carolina, right? I mean that I, I don't, I don't want to go to the Superdome because just, That's just a weird thing. I don't want to see Tom Brady in Tampa. Exactly. And I'll take my chances in Carolina and Charlotte against Sam Darnold. Like yeah, that. I, I think with that pass rush and Sam Darnold, like yeah. and sort of a younger tackles, like that, that's the spot you want. And then finally, you know, it's hard to say who's going to be the five seed uh, in the AFC. Cincinnati playing great football. Baltimore is the five seed right now, but LA's right there. What's the matchup? Uh, let's say, I think if you're if you're Tennessee, you want. You want the team with the worst run defense. And you just hope Derrick Henry goes nuts. Which, wouldn't that be the Chargers, though? Yeah, but that's a two. They just played them. Kept it, it was played them close. Yeah. Um, so maybe the Chargers. I think I'd want Baltimore. I think I'd want Baltimore, too. I want Baltimore. And if I, whoever's the five seed, I want Tennessee. I think I want Tennessee, not Jacksonville. Right. I, I mean, I think. Like Derrick Henry, I don't want to see Derrick Henry in the playoffs, but the Jaguars are no, definitely. I want Tennessee. Record. I don't want. I don't want a white hot Trevor Lawrence who's coming into his own, getting into the playoffs, and because at least you don't. You don't know what that is. You don't know what you, where you can go with that. Absolutely. All right, that'll do it for us. Press coverage. We broke down. Sully flipped my brain with this AFC South thing. I love it. I mean, maybe they're the worst division of all time. We'll find out over the next few weeks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Sully and Brenton. See you guys later.